2020 WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. We're in for Bill and Wendy today. We'll be with you down here in the studio till 12. And then we're going to head up to the stream. The stream, which I like to call the Matrix. Kind of is. It's a different vibe up there. It is. Because it's off of Michigan Avenue. It's, it's above it. It's on the seventh floor here of yep. the lovely Tribune Tower. So it's a different vibe in there. It's a little bit of like a cave. Kind of. Yeah. It's fun to do radio up there in the evenings, like late at night. Because yes. you just kind of cocoon yourself and get yeah. up there. I feel like you're in your... Well, I feel like I'm in my house doing radio up there. Yeah. Although I would say, when I used to do uh, that 11 to 2 on Saturday nights... That was pretty fun to be down here in this studio because, you know, the bars are closing. Oh, you get that situation. You get you get lots of people wanting to let you know things. Yeah. I'm just going to... That's that's about as nicely as I can say here's that. The, here's the thing, too. It's so cold that I'm waving at folks on Michigan Avenue. And they're like, they're like I'm not taking I, my hand out. I can't take my hand out. I know. We, we always wave, and people usually wave back. Not people today. walking by. Yeah. People, we got a couple nods, it's but it's a, like, I am not taking my a, hands out of my pockets. A smile's about as good as I'm getting. That's fine. That's what we're going to get today. We don't yeah, want We don't want people to be too cold. How are you, Jim B? I am well. I am well. I'm excited that this year is coming to an end. Me, too. Do you ever do this thing in your life where it, it seems like like the last couple days of the year, you got to ring all the angst or the whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like the just, final hurrah of... Um, it's like the year's out to get you. Yeah. And it, it's, it's got to it's gotta bat you around one more time. It's getting its final... Um, it's final, like in a horror film, yeah. when you kill the monster... And, and you, you keep th- stabbing it. And you think it's dead, <laughs> and then you go back to check on it, and it's like, rawr! Yeah. It's the, yes, that's exactly... It's final like, hurrah. Right. They... And, and when when I watch horror movies, which I do all the time because I love them, oh, I you do. I did not know this about yeah. you. And I like live tweet them a lot because I sit there. And, oh, that's right. Because I'll sit there and go, "Here's what I would do to destroy that monster yeah. and kick." Well, we always talk head. about having our own horror, being in a horror. I want to. I'm not really like I don't have the theatrical aspirations you that be you do. Great, but I just one time want to be in a horror movie. Just you want two things. You want to be in a historical drama. Yes, because I want to wear the, the cool period attire. It would look great if you had a also a high Victorian collar. Yeah, yeah. You'd be great. I would love to wear that just one but time. But yeah, if we were in a horror film, we always say that you would be, Amy Goose would be the person who was like, let's go into the forest and yeah. get that monster. And yeah. I'd be like, I'm going in the closet to call 911 <laughs> repeatedly. And I'll be like, no, no, come on, no. Just because there's fog doesn't mean there's the serial killer. would be like, hello, 911, my friend is nuts. Crazy. And she's going to find a monster. Please yes. come and help me. But that's what the year is. It's yes, like the exactly. last couple of days. The last hurrah of the monster. Jen B, I gotta be honest with you. This morning was that for me. What went on? So I'm dog sitting a precious little angel bear. She's so cute. I've seen her. She's, she's very real cute. cute and yeah. sweet and snuggly. And little. But she's very concerned about the cold. She doesn't want to go outside and go potty. I understand. If I had to go outside too right now, I'd be like, uh, hard pass on that. I can hold it. Yeah. So we go outside. She's got a little jacket. It's real cute. And and we go outside and she looks up at me like, mm, do I have to go? Yeah. I'm like, you do because you're not going in, in my apartment. Yeah, that's not okay. So she'll go eventually, but begrudgingly. So, so there, you know, I'm getting up a little earlier a to, to take her out and give her enough time to run around and play. And she's just, she's playful and the snow is fun. So she's running around. Um, so we're doing that. I, I get home my, uh, from walking her. The bathroom door, this is all, Jen, I'm telling you, this is in 35 minutes. All these things happen. I have like a little closet with those bifold doors. Oh, yeah. And I open it because I've got some shelving in there. Sure. Where I store all of my lotion because I am a moisturizing oh, oh, person. You, like, you believe in the oceans of lotion Oceans theory. of lotion theory. More is better. And I open the cabinet to get out my lotion and the door falls off. Yeah. Because a... those bifold doors fall off. Oh, yeah. And I fixed it the other day. Well, you can and fix it them a back. million times. And they it just... fell back out. And then the door just fell off in your hand, like you it pulled it. Fell in on me. Oh! So then I turn on the water. Pipes are frozen. Oh, this is a morning. This is so 2017 then, going. Oh, there's <gasps> more. Yeah, 2017 <gasps> going. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Wait, there's more. One more time. I'm not done with you, Goose. Right. Then I go and I'm like, I'm gonna leave. I had like a trickle of water in my kitchen sink, so I was like, I'm gonna leave it running a little. Maybe get it. Yeah, rolling. they say to do that. Get it going. And it gets going, yeah. and suddenly water starts shooting out of the bottom of my dishwasher. The dishwasher? Not so, even the sink. Yeah. So the little dog is barking. At She doesn't really bark, but she's kind of like, she's alerting me. Hey, buddy, something's we, going on. Hey, we have a flood. We got a situation here yeah. in the kitchen. So I, so I, you know, I'm like putting on my face sure. and walk out into the, into the kitchen, and I'm like, what's wrong, girl? What's wrong? And she's like, look, look. And there's a, a lake. Oh. So that's pretty good. That's not good at all. 
That's really um, a the, bad morning. It was a little rough for 35 minutes. I mean, at least you got it all in in 35. Like, I'm maybe good. that's it for I the know. day. Here's hoping. Here's Cause, hoping. Because if it's more, then I'm like, I, I'm going to need a... You're going to need a, a need vacation. A I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> You're going to need some high, a high-end vacation after this. Yeah, I'm going to need a high-end paycheck if I'm going <laughs> to get that high-end vacation. It's coming, 2018. 2018. It's the year. I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of... Um, uh, horoscope sites, you know, put out that like, here's what's coming in the year ahead. Sure. And a, a couple of people have sent me my horoscope. Oh, they're they're like, this is going to be a really good year for you. And I was like, well, let's go. Yeah, you're ready. Right. The bar ain't real high right now. Well, yeah. 2017 was yeah. rough. Yeah, 2017 slugfest. Slugfest. It was, you we'll know, it was this it out. feeling like, and I hate to complain because it was like plenty of good stuff, sure. but it was also lots of uphill. It did feel like uh, more of a, a long... Marathon meets Sisyphus. Yeah. It's just pushing the boulder. Hopefully. Rolling it back downhill. Rolling it back up. Yeah. And hopefully it's going to stay up. It's going to stay up in 2018. Let's not have it roll back down. No, we're going to keep the boulder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, our, my Lord. that's our Greek mythology section of the show. <laughs> yeah, we, Sisyphus. We haven't even is, been on half hour and we mentioned is Sisyphus. Zeus. <laughs> we're going to talk about the virtues of Zeus. That's no. fine. We can do that. No, we have so much to talk about. We're going to mostly be talking about, because, you know, 2017 had its challenges. Yes. We're going to mostly be talking about, not necessarily resolutions, but like, here's some stuff to think about, process, right. work on. Maybe we can make 2018 a little bit awesome. Yeah, I mean we can't control what's going on in the hey, rest of the Hey, we got someone waving. Oh, she's waving. got she's got gloves on. That's why because she took are, her hands out of her pockets. You guys are so lovely to take your hands out of your pockets and actually wave. <laughs> and she, right on. But she's also freezing, so we should yeah. let her go. Okay, go 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 ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about all that that good stuff about how to maybe uh, we can't take you know we can't control the what's going on politically and what's going on. Um, in in most areas, but we can control our own health and our own uh, actions, actions and taking um, and our own self care in the big sense. Yeah, not in the not in let's get a manicure. Yeah, although great, get a manicure. No, but you're right. Uh, like self care has gotten this oh, this like reputation for being about expensive bath stuff. I'm gonna go and get <laughs> bath salts for. Four hundred dollars, and that's my because I deserve it because self care and great. If you want to do yeah. that, but I think it it can encompass a lot more than that. Than I mean, the bath salts. Sure, sometimes like I don't have a tub at my house. I just have like a stand up oh, shower. You thing. can come over. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, my old place, I had a really great tub, yeah. but I have like a really cool shower, but it's not a tub. Yeah, but nonetheless, like just like a nice hot shower, writing in the journal, chilling, reading stuff like that. Yeah, like, costs, that's very self care to me. Costs zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah. Although you do have oceans of lotions, which could add up. <laughs> I'm a dry skin lady. I yeah. put on a lot of lotion. You really do. And you, you look, your skin looks great. And I'm not just saying that. I thank you. Yeah. I thank you. All right. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. We are going to take a little break and come back and talk more about resolutions, things we can do to make the year ahead real good, and also help send out 2017 and not necessarily in style, but at least like off you go 2017. Back in just a bit here on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. It's ten twenty two. We're gonna check in with news here in just a little bit. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. When do you think? Y- yes, we are. And when do you <laughs> think it's appropriate to take down holiday decorations? Because some people, I'm just looking across at the the beautiful Michigan Avenue decorations, and I'm like, I wonder how long they'll be up. Because you have that neighbor that waits until June seventeenth, but I don't think that's. I mean, do what you want, but I'm just wondering when do you think it's appropriate for? I think January fifth or sixth. There's a special. Thi- there's a designation there. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think that's Good when the know. twelve days ends or something. Okay. Like, Good to know. I'm just wondering. Just wondering. I, not that I have any decorations up, but if I did, I would want to do the right thing. I think there is like an official end to the Christmas season, and it's like the January 5th or 6th. It's right there in the first week. Good to know. That's also good, you know, saying goodbye to 2017. Sure. I think it's appropriate to have it up at New Year's Eve. Sounds festive. I mean, I know some people that take that stuff down, like, next day. Okay. On the night of the 25th, and perhaps people are going on a trip or something, I saw three trees in the garbage. 
Like, we're done. They were like, this Christmas, <laughs> over. We're done. I feel like my mom might have done that. She'd be like, let's move on. That reminds me of that episode of Modern Family in which Phil Dunphy oh, gets yeah. mad at the kids and drags the tree outside. Yeah. I could see doing that. You know, I, my mom would certainly do something like that. She just pitched the turkey. Nobody's I, eating this. Who? Um, I saw a tree in my alley Fourth uh, of July weekend. I thought that was pretty okay. admirable. I have. I didn't take my tree down when we lived in a place with a balcony. I stuck it on the balcony. We moved in June. I didn't know what to do because in a condo situation, you can't drag the tree. Yeah. All the needles would fall off. Sure. You can't throw it over the balcony because we had a balcony below us. What floor were you on? Seven. Probably too much to lower it. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I did, Amy? What did you do? I wrapped it in shrink wrap. Okay. And it was hot and I was poked with poke with needles and I was hurt but I did it and, and it was the small cellophane tree and then I had the movers take it out it worked out that sounds like how I move my cactus inside in the oh. when it starts to get cold I have this giant cactus you certainly do I've seen it. it's beautiful thank you and I bring it in for the winter and uh, it's a process because it, any other plant like if it was a tree you just lean the top of it against your head and scoot the base of it it's a big pot okay you know you just like yeah, lean you, it against yes, your body. like a baby. But it's a cactus with extremely spiny you spines. Can't do that. So you can't do that. No. So I get a quilt and I wrap it oh. like a bouquet. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's bigger on top. How much do you think that thing weighs? Quite a bit. Like, like I'm probably an, 100 pounds? No. 75? It, yeah, probably. Yeah. Enough that this this year when I moved it in, I thought, you know, I'm going to. I may I may need to find a life partner situation so that I could have help moving this. I'll next help year. you. Thank you. But you won't please be my plant life yeah. partner. Yeah, plant helpers <laughs> might be my plant helper. Yeah. I used to have a peach tree on my balcony. Really? Yeah, it worked. It made peaches. You know? Did you eat them? Yeah, little Saturn peaches. They were fine. That's fantastic. But, I want a peach tree. But hauling a peach tree up the balcony was pretty exciting. That sounds terrible. I had one neighbor come out and go, what in the hell? Are you? Oh, forget it. Oh, forget it. I can't Whatever, go with you and your plants. You and your plants, you plant lady. Weird plant lady. Weird log lady. Yeah, for sure. Hey, we got a caller. Let's talk to Ron. Hi, Ron. You're on WGN. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Uh, I'll be very brief. I know you got to cut to the news pretty soon. But as I was telling you, uh, your uh, producer, uh, in the Catholic religion, and I'm pretty sure in Christian, too, like L- Lutheran and Methodist, there's Epiphany. and uh, That's and the holiday I was thinking of, yes. That's the holiday you were right on target. That usually falls around the 5th or the 6th, something like that. Technically, it, it should fall like on a Sunday, but it doesn't always. And that is when the three kings visited the baby Jesus, you know, the Magi. And that technically is the last kind of like remnant of... Uh, of the holidays and you know you really should have you know the manger up at least that day and then the next day that's when you can start taking everything down that's right that's what i was i knew there was a day a designation that's the one thank you ron i appreciate that and that's why you have 12 days of christmas i just want to say one more thing too is yeah i get out of radio stations that play christmas music before christmas but they stop christmas day there's 12 days of christmas Years ago, they used to, I'm not saying all the time, 24 hours, but you can play one of here and there because there are 12 days of Christmas. Anyway, thank you. I listened to your show. Have a good holiday season. Thanks so much, Ron. You too. Bye-bye. Have so a great you, day. You were right. There is a thing. I couldn't remember the word epiphany, but yes, that's, that's what it is. It took them that long to get to the baby Jesus, the kings? They were snow. Well, I don't know. No, they were in the desert. Wasn't. I don't know. They were in the sand. A lot of sand. Well, you're traveling on foot in those Dunes. days. You're traveling on foot and by creature. In Indiana, in the dunes, I can barely make it up half a day. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, it is 1027, so we're going to take a little break, get you to news, all that good stuff. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy, back in just a bit on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. Little how soon is now? That's a fine song. I don't even dare to say is it the Smiths or well, this is a cover. Okay, so good. I'm right in. Yeah, this is the version I believe that was used in the opening credits of the hit television show Charmed. No, I wonder how much that paid. I don't know to use that song a lot, probably, but it was a cover. Oh. 
Anyway, good point. Good times. We are, you know, I've said many times that sitting here in the Allstate Showcase Studio on Michigan Avenue, there's excellent people watching and excellent weather watching. And so we've been sitting here on the commercial break looking at really fabulous hats. And oh, there's one right there. That, that, that guy's got an awesome can't hat. can't see it because it's radio. But they, uh, people are bundled in some cool stuff. But then some dude walked by a minute ago. Basically, in a windbreaker, looking very unconcerned about the cold weather, yeah, and, and he I, was just sipping his coffee, no. like eh, nice spring day. Yeah, he I must, bet he was Canadian. I was not Canadian or from the uh, Arctic. No, <laughs> maybe or from um, Sweden. A Scandinavian. Yeah, land. like maybe he practices hygge. Yeah. I can't say that word, Hugga. but I've seen it like in winter, so, people, all the lifestyle blogs write about that word. It's it's H-Y-G-G-E. Hugga. It's pronounced so, like that. Hugga, <laughs> I discovered I discovered last. I mean, I didn't. Dis- I discovered it for me. Yeah. They've been talking about it New for years. You. New to me. Um, it's sort of a lifestyle slash. Uh, it's like a feeling. It's right? a feeling of cozy, basically. Okay. And but also simplicity. Denmark. Uh, simplicity yeah. and basically, um, yeah, stream. We've been talking about a lot about this on air streamlining, streamlining. So yeah. small, sort of, the way they described it was like a meal, a hug a meal would be like just throwing stuff in a crock pot, basically uh-huh. like a stew, yeah. but like having it all in one bowl. Okay. So not having these many plates to wash, many. A bunch of fussiness. No. Exactly. Yeah. Anti fussiness. And it's it's But then it's also like consuming it at your leisure. Like a Right. It's warm and slow. Lingering over the meal. Finding, you know, community. That sounds lovely. I love Huga. So you think the dude that walked by in a windbreaker is practicing that? I don't know. Because it, that or he's just oblivious to what's going on. I think on. he was just a big dude that was just like, insulated. I found it was the way to get through the winter last year mm-hmm. by saying, Okay, like you you said yesterday acclimate acclimate and now my thing is make the cold work for me by doing huga inside <laughs> inside right. create an environment inside that is cozy warm uh-huh. simple and calm and it really helped me last last winter the huga can i ask a <laughs> question like about the huga huga <laughs> yes wow. Spanish, please do um, she just wants to say hygge. I there. know. And I'll, I will ask you to say it every time I try to say <laughs> okay. it. So that, okay. So I'm, I'm hearing two things. You, you like the, the warmth and, and coziness of your environment during the winter season, but yet it sounds like the hygge, thank you, uh, <laughs> requires you to declutter yep. your life. Yes, it does. Well, then how, if you have no clutter to... With, then how <laughs> how can it be warm and cozy? How you can't can you... snuggle clutter, Badish. Clutter doesn't keep you warm unless it gets it on doesn't fire. Love you back. No. Oh, all right. So you can still declutter. Yeah. And, yes. And I think still it's be... like okay. I, I think where we're going with this is like a simple meal, like a not not like fancy fussy Downton Abbey stuff with yes. a bunch of dishes. No. But like a simple meal served in a nice bowl with people that you love or not and just Warm. curled up and cozy. Maybe there's a fire. You know like what it's it is? simple. It's like nesting. And it's so it's like creating a little nest in your house and keeping it simple. And so I would say I don't totally declutter, Roger, but I okay. definitely feel like it's easier to hug <laughs> when you have less stuff around because you can feel more. more. Uh, I think just trying to say the word makes, hilarious. makes you feel Hugga. the wa- the warmth. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I have a. Here, here's a more official definition from go. our friends at InStyle Magazine. It is the Danish lifestyle concept uh, that there is no English equivalent. It, it does uh, denote a sense of coziness and wintry warmth, but it perme- it can permeate every aspect of life from fashion to interior design to travel, leisure activities, yep. it's dining. A, it's a way of life, Hugga. It's a state of mind, perhaps. Hugga. Hugga. <laughs> Wait a minute, my my chin doesn't go like that. It, that's because I'm part Swedish. Oh well, that's see. Wait, there's the difference. I had a Danish great grandmother. You can say I'm it. The one then who, you should be able to say it. Yeah, you can say it. Yeah, I can't say it as well. Yeah, say it, as well. well. It, it hurts when I do that because it, the jaw unlocks. <laughs> and, uh, right. or, if you had more hygge in your life, your jaw would be looser. I'm sure I would. Yeah. I'd be a lot more relaxed. We're it, gonna work on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna on my hygge. You're gonna have hygge lessons. We're gonna have hygge class at 1 p.m. in the newsroom. 
Can you imagine? I show up. I'm like, hello. I'd be so fired. There's some blankets for everyone. With some crock candles. Pot of and a you're trying to do traffic. Yeah, and I'm like, get, yeah. Yeah. super fired. Super fired. <laughs> Not fired management, with a flourish. Manager would be like, hard pass on the hooga. <laughs> Oh my, oh God. my gosh! So oh, there's gosh. a there's a Scottish version. We won't, yeah, I uh, I won't try to. It's Gaelic and it's um yeah. Pronounce that. I one. can pronounce it. I can do it. I can and then do say it. the Finnish one. Okay. Oh, I don't know about Finnish, but it, it, it's it's uh cosy sach. Get her a napkin yeah. after saying that. Salud. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's all kinds of cultures I think that have a hugga equivalent. Yeah. So that's the 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 Scottish. Gaelic. Gaelic. One in Scotland, the uh, Danish. The one in Finland. Oh, Finland is where I can't even. Kalsarikinet. <laughs> I don't know. Kalsarikinet. Some some also, Finns are listening, going like, like, "These people are idiots." <laughs> Someone just called. They're probably like, learning oh, new no, languages. These are idiots. We're not trying to diminish. I love this idea. It I is. love the concept. It's a great concept. So I'm. Gonna I'm going to because that. I had the the Danish great grandma. I'm going to stick with the. Huga Me too. Pronunciation. That was great. That was a great pronunciation. We're going to work on it, Badish. We're okay. going to get you saying Huga. I'll I'll be the first to sign up for the class. <laughs> the Thank class. you. It'd be you and me. It'll just be a. It'll be. You a, can get some private coaching. It's a private coaching. I'm a Huga. I'm a Huga coach. I need a. You I see need it on your business card I'm going to pass out Huga. with laughter okay. right now. Oh my gosh, Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Phil and Wendy. Back in just a bit on 720 WGN. Twenty WGN. Hey there, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. I don't know who's singing that song, but it sounds like a little elf. It's real cute. I liked it. It's cute. I think she was Danish, probably, or what? <laughs> I'm seriously. We've completely offended the Danish oh. community of Chicago. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. We were just trying to. We appreciate the concept of Huga, and we were talking about it. Um, I have a Danish great grandma. I know. I was. I want to connect to I'm my heritage a little from more. Saying the word again, so we, that we don't get into a laughing fit. I know. I know. Um, so. Coming up after the news at 11, we're going to be talking a whole bunch about uh, New Year's resolutions and not just what, but the how. The how and, um, yeah, the steps to take to actually succeed versus I really want to do this. And eventually I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Minute, minute. And all of a sudden it's twenty, the end of 2018. I, I, I don't know about you, Jim B, but I've got, I got systems. I got whole oh, complicated because I know that I, I keep so many things in my head. Oh. That if I don't make systems, I'll forget and I'll and then I'll lay down at night exhausted. Are you list so you're a list. Oh, person? I'm a big list person. Okay. I'm a posted on the mirror person, so oh. I cannot forget things. Um, because then I'll just like I'll get into bed and I'll be like, oh, I didn't do fifty crunches or whatever I was going to do. Do you today. do the post its that also say inspirational things like I do? Not really. Okay. No, not really. I have one that yeah, I have one that says it's. I can't say it on air. Okay. I no, I do. I tend to do. Here, here's what you're going to do kind okay. of thing like the the task sure or a threat that's what i do a threat <laughs> kind of. to yourself don't be an idiot oh remember to buy this gotcha. today or do this oh like if it's something like that oh i know kind of being mean to yourself there a little but, bit but if it gets you should it done, see my alarm clocks on my phone how many do you have oh i'm a heavy sleeper so i need a couple oh but they're like some variation of someone screaming gosh darn it get your butt out of bed but not quite that is it you saying it no it's written instead of the word alarm oh. you can change that default text got it so the first one is like good morning amy guth you're super and then the second one is like wakey wakey and then the third one is like for real get up but it much cruder than that i wish a person could be saying that i don't want to no. huh I mean, it depends on who the person is. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's someone super amazing. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I tend to go like, um, until it's a, until something new becomes a habit. Yes. Well, that's the I thing. I need a reminder. Well, I think consistency is the key for me. Sure. Like the reminders are good to keep consistent. Anything to keep consistent reminder wise. Yes. So like, don't give, if it's don't give up or accountability partners, which we could talk about later, because I love having an accountability partner for each goal. I do too, in theory. I don't know that I've ever been real successful at that. 
I have one. That I've had worked. one that's. I, I mean, I've had a couple that have flaked real hard on me. Well, that's the thing. It's like some like, you you yeah. kind of have to go with the flow in terms of their accountability as well. And, and I think here's the thing. I think the same with like mentoring, uh-huh. accountability. You got to set that kind of stuff up up front and say, what is? How are we going to communicate? What's because what might be real convenient for me is real annoying to you. Yeah, and if you don't say it, then we're just not on the same page, right. and it's never going to work. And then if it's accountability, I think you need to decide. And if you don't do that thing, what would you? How would you like me to? handle it exactly i don't want to and for me it's like i don't want to be your mother right i don't want to be your mom i'm not going to make you do it not but we're going to check in at some regular interval exactly and then if it doesn't work it doesn't work and either person for should be able to say this isn't working for me yeah and have a conversation about why and then end it in a way that's sort of to have some closure versus well i never just i never heard from that person again we we stopped (laughs) speaking yeah like i had i had a um kind of for acquaintance that I was I love that word for acquaintance like it's like perfect more than acquaintance yeah we're not like don't know each other that well sure but realize we had some common goals right and so we were kind of doing some accountability stuff and like she was like mean about it what I was like okay well by Monday I'm gonna do this and I was like oh I, I had a little extra time so I did this a little bit early and she was like great that's your new goal and if you don't do that then you're an idiot like she was kind of mean about it I was that's like I don't need too, a drill that's a sergeant boss. I don't need a drill sergeant that's here that's an angry boss yeah and um, unless she's paying you that's not how, sure wasn't yeah so I, I, I think every things work differently for different people but I, for me yeah accountability does not mean be mean and punished no. if I don't do it however there are consequences if I don't do the thing I want to do, i.e. run, eat well, um, uh, get this project done. There, sure. there should be consequences. And yeah. I think it's, it's, a, it's a fine line between saying, oh, whatever, you did your best and you're terrible. You didn't do this. There's an app. I'll look it up on the break. But there's an app that um, you enter your, um, your debit card, whatever, and you pick some charities oh yes and it'll if you don't do the thing you say you do it'll oh, donate I to didn't you know that like if you don't check in at the gym with geolocation three times this week or whatever you decide you know say like i i gotta go to the gym three times this week if you don't check in it'll i love that donate some amount to charity i love that whoever now, came up with that is a genius yeah now i know someone who uses it in the reverse and so it's a charity he doesn't like oh that he really doesn't want to support so yes. he's like, so if, if it's not his thing, right? Because that way he's like, oh, but eh, so five dollars go to save the baby panda <laughs> right, bears. Right, it's right. fine. No, 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 no. It's like a charity he really he doesn't want to support. A problem with. So he's like, oh man, I can't give them five dollars. No way. That's kind of smart. So he he's goes a to smart the gym. person. Yeah. So there's that. I like the. I don't necessarily need another person to hold me accountable. Oh. I, I'm I'm hard enough on myself. <laughs> I don't yeah. necessarily need that. In fact, I think it's like extra time and it's frustrating to me to check in and explain myself to people. Like that's irritating to me. Sure. I just like to do it. Yeah. But I do like um, those kind of like um, like a 30 day challenge or something yeah. like that. I do a lot of those on Instagram. Yes, you do. I do like some yoga challenges. Yeah, I, was, I like saw that. those. Because then it's just like, I'll just do it. I, I'll work it in. Don't worry. But it's like, I don't know. It feels like extra time to check in with an account. Yeah. So you, you're able to keep yourself on track. I'm a self-starter, as they say. Yeah, I am too. I'm not so much a self-finisher. Uh, so I can start out really well being accountable. And then I'm sort of like, ah, oh, no one will know. Uh, so it motivates me to be keep it honest, keep it consistent if I have a partner um, that I'm willing to share with even if I'm a sort of have some shame or sure. if I say like I meant to do this I didn't and the person I happen to have a, a wonderful woman in my life who will say well let's let's look at why that happened yeah. and maybe it's not a reachable goal like maybe it's not a manageable thing sure. and reevaluate but she's very good and it t- it's taken me years to yeah. find someone like that. I think um, sometimes it's really helpful just to be like hey we both have this goal let's just share resources ah. like hey i read this book you i bet you would dig this since we're after the same thing or look at this website it addresses that thing we're trying to do i love that idea of sharing resources building community because then you got two brains working on the same yeah. thing that's I think pretty it's, good it's like finding the people that are on the same uh wavelength as you because sometimes people are like here's this resource for me it's scientology i'm like oh that's no. gonna be a hard pass for me <laughs> but thank you thank you right <laughs> thank you here's this cult i'm conjoined right. yeah right here's this you know now, let me tell you about this okay I'm ready. um my friend um last night on twitter was talking about she was tweeting about some some tweaks she was making to her productivity okay a um, plan of attack for the new year and she said something that kind of blew my mind and i want to try it I do limit my to-do list 
There can only be five things on it at a time. Okay. I got a list of all the other things that I'll look at every day and say, which five am I doing? Okay. And I'll bring them over. She takes that a step further. She said she has been trying to do three things on her to-do list at a time, but she cannot replenish the list until all three are done. That last part is fascinating to me. So you're putting things on even if you don't complete the... Well, I'll put like the five things on and let's say I got to A, B, and C, but D and E I didn't get to. Four and five. I didn't didn't get to them today. So they'll stay on the list and I'll grab three more. So I still have five. But she's saying... She's saying you don't get to add anything new till you finish everything on that list. I love that. Yep. Because indeed, sometimes things can linger. I usually make a little mark next to it on my list like... Letting you know, Guth, this has been Well, here. which is interesting because the thing I want to do least would linger and linger and linger. Exactly. And then I would never do it exactly. for me. And so, so her that's, tweak to that is pretty interesting, right? I can't add anything new until right. I finish this sort of off. that thing for me of you cannot buy another handbag until you get rid of three, donate them. You, you know what I do if I find myself procrastinating about something? I go, Guth, does not matter how you feel about it. Right. Just do it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to be Someone happy. Someone said to me. You need to you do this thing. Yeah, do it. You, you don't have to, to like it. Write it's okay. this report or make right. this PowerPoint or whatever you're going to do. You just need to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's fun or not. You just have to do it. And I find once I start, it's easier for me. It's fine. The starting. The starting and the finishing. The middle, I'm okay. The getting it started and getting it done, but I can do it for a while. And then I'm like, if it's something that needs closure, a, a la my screenplay, something mm-hmm. like that, a process-oriented thing, it's it's challenging. See, I think that's why, for me, the 30-day challenges or things like that, the little sprints. I want to hear, hear more about this. Mm, I don't know. I just I feel like that way, It's you have to keep going. You don't have a choice. You don't even let your brain think about how you feel about it. And come up with reasons to invent it. You're like, I said, I'm doing this. Right. I think it's integrity then. It's mm-hmm. keeping your integrity with yourself, with myself. Yeah. yeah. Versus, oh, I'm going to get in trouble from so-and-so. It's like, how do I want to feel? How can I make it happen? And how can I stick with it and keep my account, keep my integrity with myself? I said I was going to do, for me, it's you know probably going to be exercise and eliminating certain things from my diet. It's like, what do I need to do to make that happen? And not taking no for an answer from myself mm. saying it's okay you don't want to do it it's okay like like i would with a child if i had a child uh would say like you, it's okay i know you don't want to clean your room nobody does but let's do it anyway and see right and the, i mean my inner child could start a war your inner child could have a tantrum and that's a fine on meltdown and that's fine but do you you know for me it's like no i, I like i don't want pre-diabetes so what is it i really want and how do i get there yeah and it's it's easier said than done, but there are ways to do it. For sure. There are tools. And I think sometimes a goal can be, I think we can freeze on a goal if it seems big and far away. Chunk it down. Uh, yeah, I like to chop up goals too. Chunk it down. And to really, but sometimes if I make the goal too small, then I just, I'm like, this is boring. I'm not moving forward. It has to have some kind of, um, the stakes have to be kind of high. I feel like m- momentum has to be there. If I uh-huh. like, I go feel for like the I juice. Want... Go for where the juice is. What does that mean? So for me, it's like, where's the energy? Where's where does it does it feel um, delicious? I know. It I still don't weird. know what that means. Okay, so it's like <laughs> just basically what is what excites me. Oh, do the a, parts that are fun. But to a, well, go for pick a goal that has some a measure of excitement to it. Versus, I'm going to lose 20 pounds just to do it. Versus, you know what? I want to buy. Seriously, for me, it's like I want to buy a certain look, and I will feel better in that clothing if I if I drop some weight so versus like make it fun fun a little bit fun not just so and maybe put a why attached to it yeah. instead of just because right yeah hmm, interesting well we're talking all clearly in depth about uh, resolutions and how we can make 2018 super awesome yay wrap up the old 17 that, see ya out you go 2017 out you go let me open the door for you yeah indeed all right Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy back in just a bit here on 720 WGN Seven twenty WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. You got your microphone worked out there, Jen? Okay. So it is, I look over the microphone. It's like dangling every time. There's a problem. <laughs> so either my microphone you went, break your headphones. You wear them kind of funny. You wear I your headphones wear one like on one, and one off. off. But also the headphones fall apart, and also uh, my microphone goes flaccid. It's a whole problem. <laughs> area. It was like 
It was hanging, hanging out. out. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's all fixed. Good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Away we go. All right. So we were talking a little bit about um, resolutions and how to make the year ahead super awesome. And there's a, there's a great site called alifeofproductivity.com mm-hmm. that has a guide for you that I've printed out and we're sitting here looking at it. how to conduct an end of year productivity review. Yeah, because I think it's one thing to say, oh, I had a good year or oh, this year was a slugfest. But mm-hmm. it's sort of like, well, what in what specific ways was and, I? And what can I do about it? Yes, I think exactly. it's one thing to just be like, in the new year, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. But if, if check in where you are. Yeah. See where we're closing things up in 2017 before you just say, Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's good to to list your accomplishments because that way you feel, you don't feel for me it's like oh it was just I didn't do enough. Well, let's see what I did do. I admit I keep a spreadsheet because I'm real bad about you keep a spreadsheet of what? What you've done? Stuff that I accomplished. That's fantastic. Like actual accomplished, not like I'm, I I checked the mail, not like that, but like like, like that's a big win. That's a good thing. Big win. I love I that phrase. Column one is the date. Column two is the thing. So big wins. I love that. I did that because I ca- I caught myself for a year saying like I haven't accomplished anything. I've never done anything. I'm never and feeling like I never accomplished anything. And a, and a friend of mine she was sit down and write down what you've accomplished. And I was like, oh, I haven't done anything. And then when I started writing things, I was like, oh, no, it, it, I have done a couple things. Right, and I've found that super useful to review it when I'm feeling down. Absolutely. And so I'm like, and it doesn't completely help me feel like a superwoman, but it does say, wait, 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 don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's a lot of gener- generalizing that goes on for me when I um, don't feel awesome and productive. Yeah. But it's not true. Right. So what do they say? What what, what do we got going okay, on Okay, so they say there are three elements. Number one, a list of things that you accomplished over Great. the past year. I haven't done that. Um, they say, start with the list, make make note of at least 20 things that you accomplished this year. 20, that's a lot. It's one of those things I think, I bet you once you start going, that's you can thing. remember you things. Roll, yeah. And they don't necessarily have to be like, I got the Jones account. You know what I mean? They could be like, sure. I, I developed a better relationship with my spouse. I spent or, a lot of time with my nieces and nephew. Yeah. I'm proud of that. And like nur- nurtured that relationship. I exactly. think that counts. Um, step two, look at your, they're saying hot spots to determine Ooh. where you invested your time, attention, and energy. Hot spots. They're, they're calling that like the places where you, you put the most energy, in particular within seven areas of your life. So basically where your burners are cooking. Yeah. Mind, body, emotions, career, finance, relationships, and fun and joy. Fun. We talked about that yesterday. I want to have more fun. And so I need to figure out what that means to me and, right. go, and, and go for it. But yeah. I first have to figure out what it is. Sure. So yeah. there's that. So where did you put energy in each of those buckets? Yes. Again, this is at a life of productivity.com. You can find this um, whole list that they have, um, this guide for conducting an end of year productivity review if you would like to do the same. So, okay, so you look at those seven areas mind, body, emotions, career, finances, relationships, and fun and joy, and you decide how much, how much did I put in in those areas? Yeah. I, Where am I? I, th- I would say maybe rate them one to 10. So say, like, okay. I didn't have as much fun as I wanted to this year, so let's let's put that at like a four. Yes, but I I put a lot into nurturing relationships in my it's community, like, so let's put that at a nine. Yeah, or yeah, the way I also sometimes do stuff like that is pie. I yeah. have this pie. Which pieces of because I like pie. Which yeah. pieces of the pie went where? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, same thing. Same and then thing. the third thing, pick three big intentions and goals mm. for the year ahead. Um, work, personal, whatever. I don't know why they say three. I bet you could do more. No one would die or anything. Sure, but maybe more manageable for some people. Maybe more manageable. And I think it makes you focus a little more. It's real easy to write a hundred things you want to do in the year ahead. Oh my gosh. Let's just pick a little. Let's just pick like the big three. Yeah. This year, I'm going to climb the Matterhorn. I'm going to write a novel and I'm going to whatever. Right. Those things. Go to Fiji. Sure. Are you buying? Let's go to Fiji. That sounds good. We're going great. to Fiji. You know what we're And climbing do? the Matterhorn. At the break, we're going to Fiji. Yeah, sounds good. We can thaw out there. Um, so yeah, so it's like, uh, it's not really it's not really resolution, but it's a goal. Something like really clearly, specifically attainable, um, and something that you really care about achieving. Yeah, it has to, you have to have some... some you gotta have a why. To, you have to have a why, and it has to be at least... For me, uh, 75 to 85% believable. 
because there's a part of me that doesn't believe that I can do something, but there's a big part of me that does. So let's go with that part. Mm. But let's acknowledge there is, it's okay to not be 100% on every goal because you haven't done it. For me, I haven't done it yet. So there's this little part of my brain that says you can't do that. I don't listen to that 25%. I'm still going to try. Tell that 25% to shut its mouth. Take a seat. Take a seat, jump in a lake, etc. Yeah. etc. Right, right. So there's that. Again, that's at a lifeofproductivity.com. How to conduct an end of year productivity review. So that I feel like that's a good way to end up the year. Sure. And then step in. That's a good transition between years. I think yeah, I think what I'm hearing from all of this is, you know, do something to mark the occasion instead of just letting it roll by me and and just sort of being like, oh, I'm in a haze of it ended. Now this is beginning. Get specific and mark, the cl- like close the year. Mm-hmm. Do something mm-hmm. to, I like that. to close the year. Not just, you know, See, go out and eh. do whatever. It's going to be too cold to go out on New Year's. Let's not kid ourselves. Let's not kid ourselves. We it's going to be really cold. And- and the awesomest New Year countdown I can think of involves sitting on my couch with a blanket. There you go. Me too. It's going to be cold. Me too. <laughs> I have no desire to put on anything sparkly and go out that night. Oh, no. I mean, it's amateur night anyway. I don't love those big drinking holidays. No, I'm not a big fan. And, and I would love to stay home and, you know, watch Die, die Hard 1 through 6 or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. 1 through 6. Yeah. All yeah, of them. All those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And stay warm. So Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy back in just a bit here on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. We're in for Bill and Wendy with you till twelve o'clock. Then I think we're going up to upstairs to the stream. I think so I think we're going to the stream. It's you know it's holiday time. Sometimes schedules get weird. We think sure. we're going to be on twelve to one. Yeah, we do. If as not, of now, that's as our of, thought. As of now, we believe that. If we're not, we'll uh, we'll let you know. We'll be real festive on social media. Is what we'll yeah. do. We'll just live tweet how we feel about that and all the things we were going to say. Or exactly we'll say it for another time. Yeah, it'll be all good. So we've been talking about how we can really thoughtfully close out 2017 and very thoughtfully, you know, step into 2018 because yeah. it's not uh, I like I mean, that step into it. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, I think myself included. Sometimes we feel like we're just like sliding into home plate and just get back up and keep going, oh, and man. it's just a big. It feels like you're. Sometimes I feel like I'm trudging. I don't want to trudge anymore. No, no. I want to. I want to just walk. Wait, look. As far as we know, we're only going to do this once. You know. Yeah, it's true. My mom used to say, "You only live once, if that, if that." You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good. Ooh, that's good, mom. She was good. That's a. That's one of those way home or like, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> get it later. Yeah, good one. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, we've been talking about that. About how can we move into 2018 with sense. Of of purpose and also some fun and joy. Yeah. So we've been, we've been looking at it, you know, this time of year, a lot of, uh, a lot of different websites post um, some guides of how to do that. Some, um, we were just looking at one from um, about how to, how to like create a a productivity review that was from a life of productivity.com and how to really just kind of, what did I, where did I miss this year? What did I nail it? Where did I miss? And uh, Amy Goose, do you think that the word productivity has taken on kind of a weird meaning? I think it's taken a real negative. In fact, I almost I almost said it differently just now. I think because yeah. um, productivity used to be this really great thing. Like it was a way to kind of free yourself. Yes. I did this thing much easier and better. So I have more time exactly. for it was, joy. It sounded more fun. And now it's about do more so you can only do more. When I, I feel like businesses also talk about like, what's your productivity rate? What's your right. year end productivity? Did you meet? Did you hit your productivity goal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm just so. trying to get through the year. <laughs> right. I just I just work here. I don't I, know. You know, I'm trying to just do my best. But I like the idea of like reclaiming that word and making it more about a like, little more positive positive and um what can i do and um how can i feel good about it because it's kind of become this word that's like one of those that's positive to the bosses negative to the work yes like thinking outside the box phrase don't get me started on the business buzzword push your edge what's that mean oh like you know expand your horizons yeah or go past what you thought you could do basically do more work for less money is basically what sounds awesome (laughs) 
let me let me do that. Can you push that financial or that edge, that productivity edge? No, I don't want to. I'll jump right off the edge. No, I right. want to just do my best. I'm just going to do the job that you paid me to do. Exactly. How about that? Exactly. How about that? <laughs> how, about, how about I just show up and do my job? Yeah. And do it and do it and and feel pretty good about it. Yeah, and feel days. awesome because yeah. that's the thing. I think the reward the for the worker anyway the the reward for hyper productivity is more work. Right. So I noticed that as a doer. Yes. At, at jobs I've had, they're like, oh, Jenna, she's really fast at it. and She can do it. Hey, can you just do this as well? Oh, can you show so-and-so awesome. how to do it? Then all of a sudden, I'm the trainer, yeah. the the um, you know, the person that gets the thing done, admin, the whole bit. And then I'm like, basically, I run my own business here. And that's kind of trouble because I think... Um, you and I are both the kind of, we're, we're helpful people, yes. you know, and we like to be helpful and be of service. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we both have that mindset. So, but that can get us in trouble. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, sure. I'll teach. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll train you how to do and this. And then you're sudden, like, wait, I'm, I have a second job. Well, that, and that's also how burnout happens for me. It's like, oh, okay, let's not do that. And I say to myself, let's not do that again. And I've gotten better at it. So. Yeah. So what are the, what are your goals for the like what are, what are the things that you're going to do this year or not do okay no no, no. The, I mean, I like we talked about doing the, less i like to put it in the positive yeah so I, what i am going to do is commit to exploring more of my running i started running in 2017 yeah. and i loved it and i stopped for a while and i'd like to get back into it because i it was something i never thought i could do and mm-hmm. was told you know oh it's so hard you can't do it you have to be really really thin to run you can't no. and i met someone who said can you breathe i said yeah she said you can run yeah and i love it when i do it yeah so that's what i yeah agreed agreed uh, you know a friend of mine um she did a she didn't run it but she i think walked a marathon a couple years ago and she said that was a big epiphany for her was being out on the lakefront trail all summer and she said you know what it's not just a bunch of like super fit necessarily no, like she said types. in fact she said fit looks a lot of different ways it certainly and does. i thought it looked one way but i saw so many different kinds of bodies coming and going on that trail i realized fit can be a lot of different sizes that's why i like taking exercise um, classes because i often see you know i realize oh there's all different kinds of ages people from yeah. everywhere that are doing this thing and can do it maybe we i go at my own pace and 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 do it my way but we're all doing it together there is a a woman in my neighborhood that runs every day Mm. and she's i don't know she's probably about 90 years old really truly she's probably in her 90s and she runs very slowly but she's running and i've talked to her before and she's very sweet and she goes you know she she says she runs like a quarter mile a day which you know that's not that far but to her that's she's like that's what keeps me going look and that's hey that's awesome Walking around the block, and you know, is, is, is how I started. And then I was like, "Oh, I can, I can jog from this lamppost to hey, this corner." Walking out of my building this morning, I almost wiped out an ice. Yeah. So hey, you know, it's all you relative. Know, it is relative. It is. It is. Hey, let's talk to Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. You're on WGN. Hi, guys. I've been listening to you guys a lot over the past few days, and especially all these conversations about goals. And one of the things that I wanted to share was that when I talk to people about goals, I talk to them not about a goal as a thing, but as the goal as a feeling. Oh, that's so, for example, if you, if you say you want your goal to be, um, you know, to be able to vacation on a warm, sunny beach in Aruba, is that really the beach in Aruba that is what's you're looking for or is it the feelings that you're going to have while you're on that beach in Aruba with which are rest and relaxation and de-stressing and deconnection because if you focus on those feelings as your goal you'll find that there are a lot of ways to achieve those feelings other than having to go to a beach in Aruba. It gives you a lot more options. It gives you a lot more opportunity to be creative and really get to the things that are going to make you have those feelings. And the other thing I just wanted to say is that in talking about what you're talking about now with productivity, you know, that's um, that's a really difficult word for a lot of different reasons. But for if you want to use it in terms of measuring productivity of achieving goals, if you think about it in terms of the feeling, just say your, your, your goal is feeling relaxed. 
And what you could do if you wanted to use that productivity and that measurement thing, because what, you know, psychologists tell us that if it's not important or if it's, if it is important, we measure it. Um, so if you want to measure it, if you say your goal is relaxation, you could say on December 31st, 2017, if I look back at the year, my number between one and 10 of being relaxed was a three. And my goal for 2018 is to end the year and have that number be higher than a three. Yeah. So you're you're being a little bit kinder and gentler to yourself. I mean, I think a lot of the things that you say about accountability and about, you know, ideas sharing and, uh, you know, helping each other, those are all really important. But in the end, it's only ourselves that we have to look into the mirror at at night and, and have to justify it to. But if we can even get a little bit closer to the feelings that we want to have in our lives, then I think we're going to be better off because, you know, nobody ever goes to their deathbed and, you know, Everybody hears this all the time. It's, it's a, you know, a, a common saying that nobody ever goes to their deathbed and said, I should have done this. I should have done that. You know, in terms of work-related, productivity-related things, they say, I wish I would have felt more comfortable. I wish I would have felt more loved. I wish I would have loved more. And if so, if you focus on those things, then maybe you're actually going to help yourself to get to the things that you want. Indeed. Cynthia, you must do this for a living. You have a lot of thoughtful things to say about this. Thank you. I do. I run a not-for-profit out in Geneva called doover.me, which helps people, primarily people who are in career transition, people that are unemployed, underemployed, or unhappily employed to find jobs. But instead of just finding them a job, you know, we do a lot more than that because there's lots of reasons, again, why people, you know, it's not so much a job that people want as they want that feeling of, you know, security and comfort and, and, you know, being able to provide and stuff. And there's lots of ways that people can get those feelings. And there's lots of things in the way of getting those feelings. That's a whole other show. Unfortunately, we're we're out of time. I got to go to news, Cynthia. But thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you for thank you for listening. And just, uh, you know, a different way to think about it. For sure. Thanks so much. Appreciate your perspective. You're welcome. All right. We're going to take a little break. Get you to news. All the good stuff back in just a bit on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. Um, I wish you could have all seen the look that Jen and I exchanged during Domati's weather report when he was given temperatures just now. We- I mean, Domati, <laughs> you almost killed me just with your words. We were both looking down. I was messing with my pen, and I, she was I, fixing her scarf, and we both just stopped and looked at each other. And we were like between three. <laughs> it's three it's right now. Three out there feels like twelve below. Okay, well, when are when are we headed for tonight? We're it's gonna. You expecting a high near nine? Oh, high. Oh, that's that's what he got says me. It so hopefully, high near nine. High near nine. Is almost this, a double digit. Is this English we're talking? Because it's uh, Is this in Celsius? What's going on here? You, you guys must be like me because I kind of blame the bad weather on whoever's giving it to me. Like Tom oh. Skilling. I'm really oh, upset with him for the I next know. few weeks. You know what, Domati? I have asked Tom Skilling that question on the air before. I said, "What do you? Th- what do you? How do you feel about it that everyone holds you responsible for the weather?" And he goes, "Well, it's the darndest thing. <laughs> I mean, they do. They come up to me and they go, Buddy, you gotta, you gotta make Change it warmer.' Weather. But he he thinks like he goes, it's a phenomenon to him that he does appreciate that people. He's like, I, I, they, I don't have that kind of control. You guys, right. he has the best attitude of anybody I've ever met. Skilling in my life. is a very yeah. nice person, well, and he, um, he." He is as people always say, is he as nice as he seems on TV? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Behind he, he definitely and the weather doesn't sound as good coming from me, so yes, sorry. It, does. Guys. it sounds great and also <laughs> it's not your fault. It's we, we it's don't, not, it's we, not my fault. Blame the big guy. We we don't blame you for the at weather, Domati. At all. <laughs> Just no. the messenger, literally. Yeah. All good. Okay. So so we have been talking about uh, lots of things to make the year better and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but there is a cool uh, piece that we found on one of my favorite sites it's called Mind Body Green. I'm a yoga person. And I like My to body green. It's a great site. They have just some of it's kind of woo woo, but for the most part, it's like good yoga. But you don't necessarily have to be a really advanced yoga practitioner. Sometimes it's just like how to clean your kitchen with natural stuff. Right. It's just like healthier living kind of stuff. Yeah. And they had a great piece up there um, called the health benefits 
of female friends, according Yay. to science, which is really fun. And it's all about the uh, the benefits. I think it goes beyond just having female friends. I think it's just having good quality friendships. Community. Yeah, I think it's so important. I was thinking about that. And I was thinking when I was in my 20s and living in LA, that was the thing that was missing. And it was no one's fault. It just I need I am a firm believer that people are very important. <laughs> and that and that people in my life are very important. And that I cannot do this alone, whatever this is. Yeah. Anything. I'm not a I'm not a tough it out alone. I was raised to do if you want something done right, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I found that I can do that and it leaves me very sometimes lonely and burnt out. Sure. So I was like I need community. So I like this. Well even article. I think not in moments of struggle, just in the day to day, I think we can do a lot more with community around us. Like I I didn't really know any of my neighbors. Sure. And I have like I live in a small building. There's only two units per floor, um, and and then one day these new this new couple moved in and they made brownies for everybody in the building and just left a little plate of brownies outside of everybody's door, and so I put a note under their doormat and someone else put a note and a little thank you note and suddenly we are all talking. Sure. Suddenly we kind of know each other. Yeah. And it's this one act has really changed the building. So this morning when the pipe started to freeze and the dishwasher spewed water all over the place, like, you know, you can, like I can text with one of my neighbors and go, oh my gosh, do you, is your water working? What's going yeah. on? You know? And it's a different feeling it's than just like me against the world, the weather. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's something that you, yeah, it's nice to have camaraderie Yeah, in these situations. I mean, I, I I think that's super important. And I remember when I was um, doing therapy, I was a therapist for a little bit, um, I would have tough clients, meaning people who didn't trust people, sure. understandably, because yeah, of their life circumstances. So I thought, well, what is a good way? So I would play cards with my client to get them to open up. And it worked. It was one act that had nothing. It wasn't like we're going to talk the now. Yeah. You and I are going to form a community. You're going to be vulnerable, darn it. Right. Yeah. It was like, how can we ease into this? And sometimes yeah. it's brownies. Yeah. Sometimes it's playing cards with someone who's in a rough spot or has been. And it, it sort of opens the door to community. I think it's because you nice. can't just go up to someone. I mean, you can. You're going to be my friend. Hey, let's build community. Right. No, you have to. You have to. I think prove yourself trustworthy yeah. in the first place. Ease in. Ease in. Ease in. Don't. Not too much too soon because right. then you're weird. But no, then then it's be, then it's a little it's a little stalkery. Yeah, when it's like a um, too One, fast too too much too soon. Yeah, like over attachment. That's a little like okay, you don't know me. You call me right. your best friend now. I've known you ten. That minutes. happens a lot though. With with I mean, I talk to a lot of people and I love people and I can be open. Yeah, and one of the sort of uh, risks, you know, one of the dangers. I mean, you know, challenges of that sure. is that sometimes people will. Um, hone in on that and do stuff that is lopsided. You know, like yeah. you are my friend now. You are my best friend. I mean, to be fair though, Jen B, you you are that kind of person. It's true. So I think people do probably feel like I felt like that. Yeah. No. And I like love right it. when I first met you, I was like, oh my god, she's so awesome. I love it. And when there are people that you know, whatever people have their stuff, but I can tend to attract people that. Um, Sometimes that are very, uh, that have needs that I cannot, and that's the therapy part of me. And guess what? That's partially on me. I am not blaming anybody else. It is like, I have to know when to set boundaries with people or the man from the CTA will then be, you know, asking me what he should do with his angry mother-in-law. And that's not my job. Yeah. You know, and I don't know is frankly the answer. I don't don't know the woman. no idea. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I love the sense of community is so important to me. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And, and when you when you stumble into a community, suddenly it's oh, you realize, yeah. gosh, I've been missing this. I agree. And you can find them anywhere. I mean, I, I think um, you can find them in the workplace. Yes, yes, you can. Here we are sitting at Here work we having are. a lovely conversation. Yeah, proof. Um, I think you can find them like in with like recreational stuff. Like sure. my, the people I do yoga with are good friends. I, I think in, you know? in my exercise class, I've made friends with people yeah. from my exercise class. So you can find it. You got to look sometimes, and it takes a while. Yeah. But, but you but can find it. So in this piece that we're referencing, uh, mindbodygreen.com, all about having the benefits of having a community, um, they point to that you will have a little bit lower stress levels. If you feel uh-huh. if you feel a sense of community, they, they, they point to a couple of studies that um, perhaps you're, you're the, not fuse, but your quickness to jump to a fight or flight kind of response Is, might be a little lower. That's great. If you have a big sense of, hey, all the people around me have my back right now. I don't need to freak out. It's not just. I'm not. It's just not me against the world. It's, it's not me. Problem. I don't need to freak out and right. panic. There, 
it's going to work out. Uh, it also says you'll have an easier time staying motivated. There's probably a little bit of accountability there. Sure. Um, but also, um, it's, uh, I think, probably about, like, there's accountability, but then also, like, I'm, I'm not just doing this for myself. It's a team I'm mentality. doing this for the, you know, uh, some kind of greater good. And then also it says you'll have more compassion for yourself and others. We need that. Which is real important. I think a big old dose of compassion all around. Today, especially for me. I got to have compassion because 2017 has been kicking my butt. It's almost done. Nope. Yep. All we have to do is hang All we got to do is have some compassion, make a team, get some... Um, no big deal. And, and, keep, and keep going. We got some people mad on Twitter oh, we certainly about did. the hooga. Well, you know what? Not because we were saying it, because it's a fun word to say, not that. It, like I That think. we didn't get it. But here's the thing, listeners. I don't get a lot of things. So if you want to start making a list, <laughs> you want to make a list of long. things we don't get, yeah. good luck. It's going to take the rest of the day. We're, we're the first to admit that one. Yeah. All right. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. Back in just a bit here on 720 WGN. Eleven forty-nine here on seven twenty WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. We're in for Bill and Wendy. We certainly are, and jam into that song. You know what I like? Tell me, I like a fashionable person in the cold. <laughs> but it is, but it's, it's hard also, to do. But it's also yes, warm looking and still fashion on point. There was a lovely person that passed by a woman well here in the showcase studio we get to see people walking by michigan she Avenue. had it going on because she had boots that were really fashionable and looked comfortable and warm she had a coat that wasn't like a sack like i wear a big uh, sleeping <laughs> not the bag. sleeping bags like i we wear, wear a sleeping bag i do too and um anyway kudos i saw a woman the other day walking down michigan avenue and she had on like boots and like skinny jeans and then it was very cold outside. Like I had the parka and the gloves sure. and the hat with the hood up and all the things. Um, but she had on like these big sunglasses and then it just kind of a, a wrap. It was like she had like a. Wow. And she looked so fashionable. So and I was like, beautiful. how are you not freezing? She probably had lots of layers maybe, underneath that. Maybe f- extreme beauty is a, a, Shields- is a wind repellent. I have no idea. But some people can pull it off. I, I go for the sort of. Um, I would say sleeping bag, camping <laughs> look. That's all right. That's fine. I own it. Own it. Work it. Own Throw it. Throw some sunglasses. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good ah. times. So um, we have been talking about resolutions and how to make um, how to make the year ahead really, really great. Um, there is this time of year lots of really interesting pieces out from a lot of different blogs um, and a lot of different websites that kind of help you through this in a lot of areas. There's like some business blogs, like Harvard Business Review has one uh, that's up on their blog this week about just kind of taking stock of your yep. your business life, whether you're uh, working for someone else or you're self employed or what. But I really like the ones that that are they get really personal yeah. and really make you think and dig. I don't think we do enough of that, and I think I have a hunch, you guys. I have a hunch that What's we're all kind of craving that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. You know, we're all kind of craving this like meaningfulness. Yes. I think part of that is the year went by really fast. It went by fast and it was hard. It was kind of, we're sliding in. It was hard. There was a lot of stuff. Challenges. You know, even if like life went great this year, there was a lot of a lot of things in the news that were kind of like, like, oh my. Newsy stuff, but also um, weather stuff. And yeah, there was I a mean, lot. You know, there's a lot going on. Fires and floods and hurricanes. Yeah, there so was a that, lot of things. that in itself is hard. I sure. Mean, so I think it's, I liked it to reflect a little. I think that's important to I do. I do too. Um, a friend of mine does this cool thing. He and his wife write down, like, here's what I never want to see again. And they light a candle and at midnight they set that little piece of, yeah. he said it's like a fortune cookie. It's yeah. little. They just like set that little piece of paper on fire over the kitchen sink and let it burn out. Okay, so I like that. My husband did that once, except he did it in a pot, a, a pottery, a vase made of pottery. It blew up, didn't it? No, but the amount of smoke <laughs> and soot. Yeah. That was launched into the air in our apartment was pretty bad. It was undesirable. It was undesirable. Okay. So anyway, so not be that. careful with your... But still, I like the idea of letting it go and, and just le- letting it be and never... Do you have like a New Year's Eve ritual that you like to do or a thing? You know, I, I definitely have um, something where I let go. I write down... I do. I write down things that I would like to let go of and things that I would like to come my way in 2018. Mm-hmm. And as we know, I, I make a mean vision board treasure yeah, map. all about Dazzled board. So I do that, but in terms of letting go, I do write down the things, and I do, um, I I do like to put it in a. We had a fireplace, we don't anymore, so I will safely dispose. <laughs> they say shredding it or 
in some way tearing it into teeny, teeny pieces is a good idea. So yeah. I'm going to do that. So all year long, what I do is I have a big jar. Mm-hmm. And anytime something is really great, yeah. I'll put it in there. At least once a day, I'll re- I try to end the day with like, what was real awesome today? At least one piece of paper. I'll put a little post-it in there. Sure. And so this time of year, I usually dump them all out of my kitchen table and kind of yeah. look back through them. I start texting them to people. I'll take a picture and be like, remember this day? I was grateful for you. I really appreciate yeah. this thing you said. Um, I, I do that. But sometimes they're like, I don't remember what that means. I have the same thing. I have a worry box that I put things into. And I swear, one said the squirrel, I, I, I swear, squirrel, squirrel in the chimney. I have no recollection. Like I was worried about the squirrel that was stuck in the chimney and like how much it was basically co- going to cost. then you moved and you didn't have a fireplace. But I it. don't even remember that. Oh. I, and thank gosh. Well, that's the thing about so it's many gone. worries. You don't have They to. don't happen or they don't happen the way you think and no. they resolve themselves. So I, yeah. But anyway, so you, you, you look at that and what do you do with them when they're done? I get rid of them. Okay. I throw them out. I mean, I usually like I'll take a picture of if there was like a big cool one. Sure. You know, like sure. August the 8th jumped out of a plane yeah that's a that's one to to keep yeah like if it's a big cool one i'll like stick it in my journal or something yeah or take a picture cool if you frame those at some point maybe i don't use particularly good penmanship i just jot it on a scrap of paper and throw it in there oh yeah me too yeah i don't need to not really waste yeah Yeah, i don't need to make it basically it's just getting it in there yeah just to remember and make myself pause and kind of reflect for a minute pausing is good don't just do something sit there as my husband says I do that every year, but I feel compelled to shift that this year. I don't know how yet. Well, well you'll figure it out. But I got to do something different this year. You, we, I think we all do. I think we all do. We got to, as a, as a planet, we want, as a people, we, we, we may want to go in a different direction. <laughs> we may, we may want to try some new things because we're kind of wrecking things yeah, here. Yeah. And yesterday we talked about Baba, um, the woman from Baba Romania. Venga. She's Bulgarian. Bulgarian. The Bulgarian Nostradamus. She was, yeah. And we she were, left many years of predictions. And she did. And she, we, and, you know, she said China's going to be a superpower and she overtake said a lot of, us. She's got about 85% okay. success rate. Like, whether you believe in that or not, the, the fact of the matter is she left some predictions yeah. and a lot of them have come true. They, and so I was just thinking that, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Baba does. But um, solar power, a new form of energy, she said, was going to be found on uh, Venus or near Venus or whatever. The point being, well, but NASA chimed, NASA chimed in on that when they're like, well, in fact, we do have this exploratory Probe. mission. We're using um, this to, gravitational pull. Yeah. To, yeah. I mean, it, it gets kind of, you know, you kind of get into I the mean, weeds in it a little bit. But, but it's, it's it's possible. Anything, my point is anything is possible for 2018. That's my my husband says that a lot when we say goodbye to my little nieces and nephews. He'll say, remember, anything is possible Aww. because it is. And That's sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But nonetheless. All right. Well, we need to take a break. Sure. Wrap things up. Turn things over to Paul Isnick for the Biz Lunch. Back in just a bit on 720 WGN.